You're listening to a podcast from the University of Warwick. This series was produced as part of the conference All Together Now, British Theatre After Multiculturalism. The conference was organised in collaboration with the British Theatre Consortium. In this episode, we hear from director Natalie Wilson, speaking as part of the panel session, Mistaken Identity. So, um, okay, I just wanted to start with, um, I'm Julie Wilkinson, and I, uh, I'm part of the organising group for this, this event, and I also, I write and I teach at Manchester Metropolitan University. And um, I just wanted to sort of put some things in context. Some of these things some people have already said or started to say, but I, I just wanted to put things in context because... Um, I think I share with a number of other people, uh, Mark Lawson kept talking about being horrified, and I, I have a sort of intense, I have a real sense of horror, and I think this is probably fairly widely shared, um, about the, the political landscape changing, and um, that I feel we're, uh, when we started to organise, we weren't quite as aware of, you know, the, the state we would be in when we got here, how, um, how um, suddenly precious... Um, the possibilities that multicultural ideas gave us have become, how much under threat they do seem to be. Um, that, you know, we seem to be faced with um, the possibility of the uh, incredible resurrection of the idea of market populism. Incredible. How could anybody? Anyway, um, uh, and, the, and the BNP as well, that diversity itself feels to me to be under threat. Um, I think some of the things that some people have been describing about that... Um, been describing about reactions to integrated casting and so on um, seem to me to be quite new, quite newly intense, um, and that's very threatening. Um, uh, uh, David talked a little bit about what it used to be like, <laughs> which I think was a welcome uh, reminder. I too remember what it used to be like. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about integrated casting. The, the term even seemed to have been lost. I thought, I, I don't understand colour blindness. I thought integrated casting was the aim and intention and I'm hoping that to ask Natalie uh, uh, to sort of join in with that a little bit because Theatre Centre whom she where she's a direct where she's director now was very Theatre Centre Young People's Theatre Company based in London were very instrumental in the implementation of fighting for that policy um, so um, uh, I'm going to uh, yes I, I'll talk a little bit about that um, it's, it's partly as well because um, in Lynette's very comprehensive work, actually one element that wasn't really addressed was the role of um, Theatre Centre's theater centers innovations in terms of its um, promotion of uh, young um, uh, artists from diverse backgrounds, um, particularly actually black writers, in particular Roy Williams is one of the people who started out at Theatre Centre, uh, many actors, um, uh, and my memory of that, and again, I'll come back to Natalie in a little while on this, but my memory of that, because um, I was around at the time, was that it, it was actually very strongly actor-driven. So it was partly to do with um, finding parts for actors, so that young, young actors uh, from a whole range of backgrounds, from different backgrounds who weren't normally represented, would have parts. So that as a writer there, you, were, you had a different brief than you might have in other places when you were taken on and given commission. And the commission would be to write for integrated casting or indeed for black companies um, uh, or indeed possibly for women's companies. And the one, the, the, the developments, as David had pointed out, the development of um, women's politics and um, the idea of integrated casting developed alongside each other and in tandem. Okay, on this panel, we have writers critical and creative. 
Uh, we have a director, we have somebody who began as a, as a stage manager, <laughs> we have somebody who's still a director, we have um, people who are involved also in education and um, uh, I think you were talking, Ashmead, about your uh, involvement as a writer with young people's work and therefore the sort of the responsibility that that gives you to write for diverse audiences too, diverse um, actors, acting companies. Um, and uh, I think, uh, my, uh, just to set us off, I think to, to, uh, the thing that perhaps unites us is that um, we are all involved in the support of writing of diversity. Um, uh, Ali has talked to me about um, Shades and her, her play Shades and the idea of Shades, the idea of Shades of Difference. Um, and um, that's a complication of the idea of identity politics so that um, we're talking with a, as a group of practitioners who are all involved in complicating the notion of identity politics in, 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 in our art, I would say. Um, and one of the things that's um, exciting about uh, those opportunities is the, the, the opportunity to change one's mind. Um, and I'm hoping that Lynette will talk about that in relation to some extent to your work as well as a critic, that you, you, you also enjoy that possibility of changing your mind and developing your ideas. Yeah. So um, I think um, we have, of course, as writers, to, the need to write with originality, to express a range of attitudes to an identity and to community. And we're partly talking about fluidity, the right to fluidity, the right to water. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And we're dealing with important things, I think. Um, and uh, some of the, uh, I think in the present context, that brings me back to the question of what responsibility and indeed what powers we do have, um, what powers our art form gives us. Um, the, David posed the, the idea in, when we were talking about what this, uh, what this panel was about. He, he was very interested, and I'm also interested in this notion of, the notion of, um, uh, to what extent identity politics might then, as it were, sort of ineluctably lead to um, the danger of niche marketing um, and the danger of, I suppose, artistic ghettoization. So that's uh, that's a, another issue that I'm hoping that we're going to that we're going to talk about today. Um, I want to go. I, I actually want to go to Natalie first, if that's okay, because mm -hmm. I, Natalie, you're um, you've taken over at Theatre Centre. Yeah. Um, as um, fairly recently as the director of that company. And it has this tradition of having promoted, I mean, I think in, incredibly important in terms of its influence on the, num on the, the role and uh, the role of uh, a diverse range of writers and, and actors. Um, and, but yet the company is slightly changing its attitude and complicating its attitude to those politics. Is that right? Well... I think what, why we're theater, I think the theatre centre's history. Um, I think one of the founding tenets. It's always, it's gone where the need is greatest, and so in the 80s when it sort of introduced its uh, policies of integrated casting, the formation of the women's company, the mixed company, um, and then the very sort of long sort of trends and sort of uh, culture of. Uh, integrated casting and multicultural casting throughout all of its work um, is because uh, has been sort of focused on where the need is greatest and obviously um, the world on a multicultural level seems to be much more complicated we find that with the young actors that are coming through the academies um, 
their, their notions of identity aren't simple, you know, mm -hmm. aren't sort of straightforward. So we're having to think about that. It's the same with the, um, the writers as well. But I think most importantly, it's uh, with our audiences. Um, their, senses, their sense of identity is very, very fluid um, in, mm. that, in that the, its identity is, is comes not just from your cultural background, family background, but the world around you, the culture, you know, what, who your friends are, what music you listen to. There's a, it's much more mixed, much more fluid. And so I feel that uh, Theatre Centre is a company which has always had a sort of a culture of celebrating cultural diversity. Um, we actually have to pioneer debates around it. That's so that we can you know, be relevant to our audience, reflect our audience, right. but also so that we sort of ask our writers to um, challenge themselves as writers and sort of maybe be informed by their identity and their experience as writers, but to play for our audience uh, or to write for our audience to also transcend that and sort of look to our audience. Because I think this is the important thing about Theatre Centre. We've talked a lot about the audience in, in these various panels, and I think we've gone to the assumption that the audience, wherever they see the, the, the piece of work, they have, they have made a contract with that piece of work by buying a ticket. So they have made a choice to, um, to interact with that art. Hmm. I think what is our challenge is that our audience is very different. They do not make a choice to come and see our work. We go, we, it's, we go into schools, we have a relationship with teachers um, in terms of they book the show and they pay the invoice. So in that respect, our work, we have to really work hard at how do we engage our audience because they necessar haven't necessarily chosen to be there, whether they've been brought by their families or their teachers. And, um, and we have to, we have to look, uh, what I'm trying to say is that we, our sense of how they are reflected on stage mm. and how we then en engage them is what the challenge we give to our writers. Um, so I've just lost the train of thread, my train of thought there. Well, you were talking about a slightly different relationship. Yes. Between, between yourselves and the audience, which has an effect on how you program and how you cast. Yeah. How you commission. And, how and you commission. How we, well, it affects everything that we do because mm. we're always thinking, we have to heighten that engagement because they ne haven't made that, that tacit contract mm. by buying a ticket necessarily. Mm. Mm. Um, so we have to keep, we have to also, we talked about access in the last um, session. Um, access is hugely important and I think that's another thing that we look to in the art that we make is that in terms of multicultural diversity seen on stage, that is hugely important in creating a reflection or access for em empathy and understanding of what the, what our audience is seeing in their school hall on the on the stage mm. um, in front of them. Mm. So, I think it's a terribly important aspect. It's an absolutely core aspect of our work, but it's getting it's complicated. It's not as simple. If someone said, "Is it affirmative action? Is it tokenism?" It's certainly not tokenism because we have to be quite vigorous in looking at the fluidity of that, those changing identities um, of, our, of young people. Um, and we also, therefore, we have to keep investigating how writers can sort of move with that. 
Okay. This conference was supported by the School of Theatre Performance and Cultural Policy Studies at the University of Warwick, Warwick Arts Centre, the Humanities Research Centre at the University of Warwick, and the Department of Drama and Theatre at Royal Holloway. <laughs>